When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. It's time to go around the league. I got an admission to make before we go around the league. Is this an admission of guilt? I don't feel guilty about it, but it's an admission. Okay. I'm confident I've never seen an episode of Bonanza. Lorne Green vehicle? It's not Never. For you. Have you? No. Michael Landon from start to finish? No, I don't think I've seen an episode. But the theme song is iconic. Oh, iconic. And the show iconic. I just never have, and I'm not a, I'm not a Western kind of guy. So if you're, if you're flipping through the channels, no. unlike Sopranos, unlike no, Moneyball, no. if you see Bonanza, you're nope. not stopping on it. No, I'm not I'm not stopping for for a half second. No. Can How about this? Can you find, like, flipping through the channels on one of those, like, odd cable channels that they show, like, old reruns of shows from decades gone by? Right. Like, is Bonanza an option right now? I'd have to guess yes, because every show seems like it's an option, but that oh, was never. The internet. That would never be a show that I would stop on. Gunsmoke, that'd be another one. Ne- would never stop on a show like that, ever. Yeah, I don't think it's it's my cup of tea either. Now, if I were to rip past like an old episode of, of Alice, oh, now I'm dialed Good old in. Mel's Diner. Oh, Mel's Diner. Tommy, her son. Vera, the odd waitress. Flo, who had all those quick, witty one-liners. Absolutely. <laughs> Excuse but, me, Flo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, Gunsmoke Bonanza, absolutely not. All right, you ready to yeah. go around the league? Let's do it. We start tomorrow. We'll go chronologically, which is, I think, Ooh. the only way to do it. Browns-Texans. Now, Browns giving two points in this game. There's been a rejuvenation of the career of one Joe Flacco. C.J. Stroud has had an unbelievable rookie season. Game is in Houston. Um, Nico Collins, of course, healthy and was great last week in that huge win over Indianapolis. But, you know, Dalton Schultz, another good weapon. I guess the question is, do they have enough in the receiving core to get past that Browns and that, that Browns defense? Well, that's the thing, right? The defense in particular there. And, you know, there's also this thing about rookie quarterbacks playing in their first ever playoff game, which don't necessarily go too well for them. The annual Houston Texans Invitational, right? Saturday, 430 to kick off Wild Card Weekend. Now I will they're tell back you this. in it. I have yeah. a lot more intrigue into this game than I do the normal Houston 430 Saturday game. I, I agree with you, but can I can I be honest with you? To me, the more intriguing team is the Cleveland Browns, this version of the Cleveland Browns, because I want to see how long this Joe Flacco train can keep on rolling before it turns into a pumpkin, which you know it will at some point. At some point, as a ardent Jets fan, does it annoy you to watch the success of one Joe Flacco no, right now? No. Not at all? No. No, I'll tell you why. Because a lot of people, like when Flacco was going on this run in the final month of the season, and, you know, the natural reaction from people is, oh, why didn't they sign Joe Flacco? They signed Joe Flacco. They would be winning games. They'd be in the playoffs. Guys, you had Joe Flacco in the building for parts of the last three seasons. He started nine games. He won one of them. And the one win was a miracle. He would not have been doing this if he was still with the Jets. So how in the world is he doing this with Cleveland? We don't have enough time in the show. <laughs> it makes no we sense. Don't have enough, Dave, we don't have enough time in the show. You want to um, get on with your weekend. I want to get on with mine. We don't have enough time. All right. Uh, tomorrow night, a game that will be seen only on Peacock. Which, the P, baby! Yeah, the I P! I don't like that. No, I've got it. I got it for that Saturday game a couple weeks ago. I haven't now, watched. Wait, wait. Can I go back for a second and ask yeah, you a question? Course. Okay. How do you feel just in terms of your life, your day-in, day-out duties on a Saturday? Right. With the first game of the weekend on this starting at 4.30 p.m. Do you like the 4.30 p.m. start? I, lo- I love it. I so love it. get things accomplished. I don't need to get a lot accomplished. I'm not a man of accomplishment. What I, what I will do is... Um, 
tonight we're going to celebrate Ben's birthday. Then Alex. Are you has going a out for that, by the way? Yeah, we're going to do some some hardcore sushi. That's that's his his. Um, that's his choice. Food of choice. Yeah, we're gonna, so, He's a raw fish guy. Raw fish guy. Go out for okay. some nice sushi. Okay. Then Alex has a basketball game. Then we'll come home. Alex has lacrosse time in out, the morning. Timeout. Timeout. Yeah. Timeout. 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 Alex is going to be part of the sushi bash. Yeah. So he's going to have a full stomach of sushi. He's not a big sushi guy. He'll probably get some teriyaki, to be honest. Either way, teriyaki as a pregame meal, I don't think that that's recommended for most athletes. And then he's going to go play basketball, run up and down the floor with teriyaki in his stomach. Can I I bring you in behind the curtain a little bit? How's the janitorial crew at that basketball game? His basketball, you say play, he, he may not play much. And his basketball game on a good day is is average. I'm, I, the point I'm trying to make is I don't know if I'm eating teriyaki before well, I got to go play a sporting. Listen, we're, dinner's all. at six fifteen, games at like eight fifteen. I, I think he'll be fine. All right, I think he'll be fine. But right, thank you for the concern. Like and you know what? I'm, I'm, if, if he's running up and down the court and hurls all over the place, uh, that's a great story, no? It's it's not a great story for him. He's your kid. He's never going to live that down in that school. He might have I think to transfer. Uh, no, no, I don't think so at all. I think it'd be great. I think he'd own it. I think that it would you know build a popularity at school. He I think would, it would be, be teriyaki guy for as long as he's at that <laughs> school. He'd be teriyaki school. Alex moving forward? Teriyaki Alex. Alex ter- or maybe Alex teriyaki. E- either way. Uh, I'm not overly concerned about it. Um so, I hope it doesn't happen. I hope so as well. So yeah. then we have his game. Then tomorrow morning he has lacrosse, and he is very, very good at lacrosse, and, and he's got uh, lacrosse We're workout. playing outdoor lacrosse in January? No, it's, it's indoors. No, indoors. Um, big bubble, and he's got lacrosse workouts with the team. And then mm-hmm. he, we're going we're gonna to dive right into college basketball at noon. Yep. We're going to get into the Rangers at 1. We've got football at 4.30. we got more football at 8 o'clock, and away we go at the weekend. Big Rutgers-Michigan State game at noon tomorrow. Will be that it? Where's that game? That is at the Breslin Center in uh, East Lansing. That is a huge game, actually. It's a big Michigan State got uh, whacked. Well, not waxed, but they came up short last night at Illinois, so they're going to be a little salty. And then they lost to Northwestern recently as well. Say again? I think they lost to Northwestern recently as well. But yes, I mean the big. T- see the weird thing with the Big Ten this year, it's not as let's say deep as it has been in years past. So there's not going to be like the ten teams that get bids to the tournament and none of them make it to the Final Four or whatever. But it, you got a, a handful that could be problematic. And look, Purdue just lost the Dan, game. Dan, this is not around the college basketball Big Ten league. This is around the NFL league. You asked the question, I gave. You I the said, answer. did Michigan State lose to Northwestern? I didn't say break down the Big Ten for me, please. Continue. Now, if you will, tomorrow night, eight ten, in what is supposed to be a Lambo about a commercial, like we're really getting off track here. You know what? We have things to do. All right, and I expect you to be well behaved on the show because otherwise, you get the. Up, by the way, don't miss that. Yeah, I, I don't miss anything, Dan. I'm what a, what I'm a, a world we're living in. Davis being the adult in the room. How about that? That you are forcing me in the most non-adult way to make me the adult. I don't like any part of it. So stop it. All right, game Chiefs. two. Chiefs laying four and a half, eight ten. Peacock game, frigid temperatures. Dolphins defensively are physically a mess. Chiefs have not been right all year. The spread started three. It's ballooned to four and a half. I would kind of like Miami, but the weather gives me pause in this one. Now, this you can't have a run and gun type of football team like the way Miami is built, and then go on the road and basically play on an ice rink, which is what this is going to be out in Kansas City tomorrow night. We talked about it earlier. This is what home field advantage is supposed to be about. So you know what? If you're Miami, beat the Bills last week in your building. You wouldn't have had this problem. Right. 100%. But Miami can run the football. And Mostert's going to be back in this game. Again, Kansas City's I, defense is their strength, though, not I their get offense. It. I get it. But, I, I, again, I wouldn't. you'd be shocked if, if Kansas City won this game by less than four points. Would I be shocked? Yeah. I'd be a little surprised, yeah. Really? I'd, I'd so you, probably be a little surprised. And, and you know, the, the thing about it, like I've been saying leading up to the playoffs, Kansas City, Philadelphia, the two teams that were in the Super Bowl last year, they look primed, Dave, to be one and done. Both of them. Like they easily could be picked off here in their first go-round in the playoffs, but they both got matchups, which I think are about as friendly a matchup as you could give them to where they both might find a way to now win a game. But would this be a more attractive matchup in your mind for Miami if the weather was not going to be like it's going to be? Well, it would still be cold, maybe not polar cold. No, but if it's if it's 22, would you say, you know what, and the field was, was very workable and fine. And then Miami I think could... it would be more competitive. I still wouldn't like them to win the game, I don't think. Okay. Uh, and then we move ahead to uh, Sunday. 
And Sunday, by the way, the ID is closing in uh, every second now that we move forward. Um, Steelers, Bills, apparently the weather in Buffalo, which I did not even know, is supposed to be absolutely horrendous. Mm -hmm. Bills giving a whopping 10. T.J. Watt will not play in this one. No, he won't. He's got that knee, and unfortunately it happened in that game in Baltimore last week. You talk about bad weather. That was brutal for that uh, Ravens-Steelers game. They wouldn't even wipe the cameras off during the game. It's amazing. Isn't it? it we're in 20, now 2024, and we still can't figure out a way to keep the cameras at least somewhat clean. It, it's remarkable. Couldn't they have, like, an intern who, after every play, they'd switch to another camera, and that guy would, would run in and squeegee that camera, and then they could go back to that one? Imagine getting college credits for that and then writing the report at the end of the semester. What did you do during your internship? Squeegee the camera. The, I squeegeed the camera, and it made the best squeegee-type sounds that you could possibly imagine. Um, so I can't imagine the Bills don't win the game, but if the weather is going to be as horrendous as it is, it gives me pause to think about taking the Bills lying 10. And Mason Rudolph is starting a playoff game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. How about that, huh? I mean, look, I, I, this, and I know if you're a Steeler fan, maybe you don't want to hear it. No TJ Watt, Mason Rudolph, everything they've overcome this year. This, to me, is almost like a gravy game for the Steelers. It, it is, because they went 10-7 and seven again. But here's what I'll say. Yeah. Miami, their chances, in my mind, decrease because of the awful weather. The yeah. opposite in this game. The worse the weather, the better for Pittsburgh. Yeah, but you know what? If you want to say it's not going to be conducive to throwing the football, fine. That means that Josh Allen's going to tuck it under and probably run the ball 20-plus oh, times himself. Oh, okay, fine. But you know what? If I make everything one-dimensional, the Steelers' defense is still pretty decent. They're not horrendous. Yeah. And I know they I, don't I have agree. Bot and their linebackers are messed up. But sounds like Minka Fitzpatrick's going to play in this game. I don't know. I just think that if this becomes a, a game that's shortened and, and weather's an issue and punts travel 19 yards, I, I mean, anything to make the talent even up, I like Pittsburgh's chances better if that's the case. Regardless of what you think about these teams like collectively this weekend, the fact that we're getting, in all probability, not just one, but two awful weather games and we get to sit on the couch and watch them. So good. How great is that? It's so good. I, I, uh, I'd pay double for the uh, subscription to be able to watch these type of games. Uh, about, on, you're giving people ideas. Yeah, how about this then? I'll throw that out there. Uh, what's Peacock? Five ninety nine. RJ, a month? I don't have that much clout. Please, five ninety nine a month. I believe Peacock. Five ninety nine for the first month, then you can cancel it. Yep. Why don't just like a Peacock? Why don't you send me Venmo me five ninety nine as the second installment? I don't Since do you Venmo. Want to pay I'll put more. your five ninety nine in an envelope and I'll mail it to your house. Very nice. Very. I nice. have a frozen Peacock. Uh, by the way, listen, Michael, what you have is between you and. You uh, you're Peacock. listening to DPH and Rothenberg on 98.7 ESPN, WEPN-FM, New York. How's that? I, uh, you know what? That was as legal as an ID I've ever heard. I told you. It can be beautiful. You got that thing down pat, baby. That's what you got. I, I told you. Um, This should be another good game. Certainly the matchup is very intriguing. And, boy, if there's a God in heaven, the Packers will go into Dallas and beat the Cowboys. Packers 9-8. and eight had the, They got the win this year. They couldn't get last year, that Week 18 game. Um, Who was the quarterback they, of that game last year? For last year's Aaron Rodgers. He was not good. His team was not good. The Lions beat them. And convincingly, this year against the Bears, who, again, had very little to play for except pride. Uh, Jordan Love goes out, plays well. Packers win that one. I think it was 17-9. to nine. They visit the high-scoring acrobatic offensive Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys giving seven in this one. That's 4.30 on Sunday. That's the Ray Santiago Invitational. Rangers-Capitals postgame should be wrapping up, and Ray should be on the old uh, route back to Jersey to be able to get home in time for a yep. kickoff, which will probably be around 4.40. I think he'll make it. What, Ray, what? Who's doing the um, the postgame show for the Rangers that day? Uh, it should be a Don vehicle. Do you tell Don? Here's, here's the thing, Don. I want this post game wrapped up in nine minutes, and I want to get out of here. Well, listen, there's certain requirements that we have to hit, but uh, I think we can have an understanding of maybe getting the post game show started a little faster. Yeah, he and, hearing, and hearing, raised, from, hearing from Peter Laviolette a little sooner, maybe. Yeah, it, right, like Laviolette talks for 40 defense. seconds, and, and Don's like, all right, that's enough. That you, let's move well, on. Well, we're not going to do that. Again, there's requirements that I have. But, well, think about it. It's it, it's the back end of a home and home with the Rangers and the Capitals. So, like we've we've seen, heard, watched everything we need to know about Rangers Capitals over a two day period. I think we could cut the post game. Well, what happens, Ray? If first period 
it goes out. Huge check into the glass. Glass shatters. 15-minute delay replacing whoa, whoa, that panel. Why, why, why are you speaking such things? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm, now, I'm now, asking now if that happens, I can blame you, right? If it happens now, you blame me. Absolutely. I'm totally going to blame you. Because I, if Tom Wilson runs amok I've, I've, I've not to just go crazy. This is year six of doing the job. I've yet to see somebody break the glass along the boards yet. So, but, Well, then, then that's even more concerning because it's due. I hope I hope it never happens. That stuff is supposed to be pretty sturdy. Yeah, that only happens in NHL 94. The <laughs> slap shot breaks the glass. So I, I got to tell you, listen, I think the Packers will move the ball. I think the Packers um, passing game will be pretty effective. I, I don't know how they shut down. The, the Cowboys offense is playing at such a high level. The thing about it, we talked about it the other day, is they are very one dimension, very one dimensional. But that dimension is really good. It's, I mean, what? What are you laughing about? Just like that one dimension is good. What is your dimension, boy? <laughs> I mean, CeeDee Lamb is as good a receiver as there is in football right now. Prescott's playing at a high level. Cooks is now turned into a legitimate two. Ferguson is good. The offensive line is good. Like, I don't see the Cowboys not scoring at least 27 points in this game. Does does Green Bay score more than that? I think it's probably pretty unlikely. Their average margin of victory at home this year is like 20-plus points. Yeah, they just they, roll over people. I know. Well, it's a big number. It's a seven-point number against a team that's played good football lately. 50-and-a-half seems like a really low number to clear in this game. You think it goes – well, but I, you couldn't see the Cowboys winning 31-17? Oh, I can. I, I, I think they – I think 30 should be the bare minimum of what they score in this game. So Again, Cowboys cause, cause don't score 30 points in this game. You're, massive, you're really, massive really disappointment. Massive really? disappointment. Like, Cowboys will put up points. The question to, is to how me, many Green Bay going to yeah, put exactly. up? Yeah, exactly. With a guy to, making his first playoff start. To, to me, the, the key to the game is Dallas. Aaron Jones loves to play against the Dallas Cowboys. He has, like, ridiculous games against them. He got so the, sick yesterday. He didn't even practice yesterday. Yeah, so it's so a lot of a flu game. Um, so, like, the key is going to be, like, just slowing him down and forcing Jordan Love into situations where the pass rush is going to come after him. That He's going to get a couple points here and there. That, that Those receivers are so fast, so dangerous. They'll score. It's just, like, they should not be able to score more than Dallas's offense to score on, D, on Green Bay. Like, it, it, they should score I, at will, honestly. If I could physically do it, I would take the Cowboys minus the seven. You should do it. do it. I can't. You should do it. I can't. I can't and I won't. I'd, I'd rather better, be naked on a billboard. Bets. No, I'd rather be naked on a billboard than 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 do yeah, that. Yeah, but see, you gotta you're in last place now. You're talking about how you're just trying to catch RJ and move out of the cellar to make it respectable. Like this right. is one of the games where to accomplish that feat, you have to put your pride aside nope, and make the damn it. pick. I won't do it. I'm stubborn to the nth degree and I'm not taking the Cowboys minus seven. It changes then everything. You, okay, then you don't this, want to get out of the cellar bed. Yeah, you, that's you, what I you think. only have so many choices this week. I got choice. I got two locked away and there's one other game that I also like. So a no floater. There's a, there's a floater. There's now, a floater. I, if, if if I didn't have this massive hatred for the Cowboys, would I take that game? I would. I think the Cowboys win that game 34-20, something in that range. I think they comfortably cover the seven. I won't do it. I'd rather be naked on a billboard. Ray, think about this for a second. <laughs> he's saying they comfortably win the game, cover the number, and yet he still won't cash in the winning lottery ticket. I mean, that's, that's what you're doing. That's the definition of stubborn, is it uh, not? Uh, I mean, RJ, in any capacity, do you respect that? I applaud what you're doing. I think you should keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, but RJ, I don't not think the respect right is the right word in RJ's case here. I don't because, think that's the right word. Because if a team that RJ despised was like a mortal lock to win a game and to cover the spread, he would make the pick. Well, let me ask you, R- RJ, if the Seahawks made it to this postseason and were giving a touchdown, would you take them? I, I'd pick another game. See? So you, he, see, yeah, he's R- me. Uh, yeah, but RJ, is that is, are the Seahawks like your mortal enemy? Is that like the number one team? Yeah, I can't say. Now, that. now that Pete's gone, they may no longer be. I'm, I'm well, going like, to. Where does the Cowboys factor in, though? I mean, maybe you're not old enough to appreciate the Niners Cowboys rivalry, but like, aren't the Cowboys? All, all RJ knows is all, all RJ knows is, is being is our daddy. Humiliate the Cowboys. Yeah, that, all, all he knows is the is the Niners being our daddy. That's it. Wow. Yeah. So RJ, That's right, he doesn't remember thirty years ago. No. He certainly doesn't. So RJ completely and wholeheartedly agrees with me. Follow your heart, Dave. I'm not. Uh, yeah, but I, but I do, I think Dallas comfortably <laughs> I feel, wins this. Game. I feel like this is an okie doke. Well, t- I, I think I it's pretty know. obvious that RJ is going to take this game. Uh, I can't tell you what I'm going to do, but I actually agree with Ray. I think this is part of the, the mind tricks. I, I think he's going to take he's going to take the Packers and the points. You, you think I'm taking the Packers and the points? I think you, you're laying traps all over the place. Yeah, this is this is Jedi type stuff. He right? uses like around Qui-Gon the Qui Gon Jin. He uses right around now. the league to set his traps. So you think this is me playing chess for later in the show? <laughs> no, he's picking people's brains. That's what he's doing. 
And I'm still like 24 and 30. That you have. I'm I'm an idiot. Um, Sunday night. This is a delicious game. Rams at the Lions. I mean, the story. They they write themselves. Matthew Stafford goes back to Detroit. The guy that he was traded for, Jared Goff, right? He's playing in front of his former coach, Dan Campbell, biting kneecaps, all that stuff, how they got screwed a couple weeks ago um, against the Cowboys. This has all the makings of what could, could be a high-scoring, uh, just an excellent football game. And think about if you're Jared Goff, too. You're, you're sitting there going up against the guy who basically thought that you weren't good enough anymore. Uh, not right? basically. No. Not basically. Yeah. He did, they, they did not. He, he, he led him to a Super Bowl. Yeah, and he was like, "You are not good enough to be the quarterback that will get us over the hump." That's right. I I just don't want to get back to that game again. I actually want to win the game, and I need somebody else to do it. Right. And if you remember, I know you do. The game that they lost with Jared Goff was might be the worst Super Bowl I've ever seen in my life. Do you know who had a strip sack of Tom Brady in that game? Somebody who is now playing for one of the locals. Really? Yeah. Got to be a jet. Yeah. I, I don't know. John Franklin Myers. Oh, is that right? Yeah. What a that? what a brutal football game that was. Just yeah, it was bad. Grotesque. Well, there have been some bad ones. I mean, that's that's at the top of the list. Um, I try to block out the bad ones, so I can't even give you another one at the top of my head. I mean, we've seen some, some blowouts where the Cowboys, you know, I mean, the Bills were getting crushed year after year. Broncos got mauled a few times, but there was, there was, there was nothing in that game. There was nothing in that game. It was just a really – it was a bad football. I'll Throwing tell you what. Patriots fatigue on top of it, right? If, if it was like a week eight game in prime time, you might have turned it off. Yeah, it was a bad one. It was a bad football game. Anyhow, this will not be a bad football game. This will be a great football game. But it does sound like Sam Laporta might not play in this game, which for Detroit I think would be a big loss. You know, they played their guys in Week 18 because they wanted to get that taste out of their mouth from Stupid. what happened with the Dallas Stup- thing. But you weren't which, you weren't going to move up to the two seed. It was dumb to do. Well, it was a Philly meaningless and Dallas football both game. Had to lose. It was a meaningless football game, and Dan and I like Dan Campbell, but this is going to come off nasty, and it's not meant to. I think he's a good coach. I don't think he's this elite, amazing coach that everyone thinks he is. I think he gets hey, his guys to play he, for him. <laughs> He has 18. He keeps telling the dealer to hit him. <laughs> yeah. Hit me. Draws a two. Right. Hit, hit me, me again. Gets an ace. Dr- I'll drop on draws an ace. He, he, he draws an ace to hit 21. Hit me again. Yeah. No, don't. You, would they hit you on 21? I don't think they would even do he, that. He would, would de- he would demand to be hit on yeah, 21. You hit me on 21, and I'll hit you right here. Yeah. I'll bite your kneecaps if you don't. Uh, by the way, Frenzy is moments away. 1-800-919-3776 if you want to get involved. This, to me, Rams-Lions game of the weekend. Agree. I wish I could sit here and spin it a different way just to push back. Uh, agree. So many storylines, so much intrigue. you got one franchise that hasn't been in the playoffs or hasn't won a playoff game basically in generations. So, uh, fantastic game. Last time the Lions won a playoff game, was it Barry Sanders as the running back? 1993, January of 93, the 92 season. That, that, is that when they went to the NFC Championship game then? No, we- that was January 92, excuse me. 91 season, correct. Yeah, that NFC would be. Cha- or NFC Championship. And who did, they, who did they beat along the way in that postseason? That would be the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. oh. How convenient yeah, that Dallas, conversation. Dallas figured it out, though. Oh, uh, yeah, they sure did. Uh, Eagles, Buccaneers. That's Monday night, ABC. Well, I'd say uh, anybody else. And I, I would probably like the Eagles to lose this game. But uh, can you really pick the Buccaneers in this one? Let me tell you something. We threw the possibility out there earlier. If Philadelphia goes down there and Todd Bowles and Baker Mayfield <laughs> light them up, I- I- I'm sorry, there's going to be a change coming in Philadelphia. There-, there has to be. I would even go as far as saying if they lose the game, there's a change in Philadelphia. How well, I mean, you- that w- when I imply getting lit up by them, that would also mean they lose the game. Yes. Okay, so, so last second field goal, 21-20, he's out. If it's a 9-7 to seven final and it's a last-second field goal, like it was 7-6 and then they boot home a trifecta and you lose 9-7, you're out. You're out. Yeah, you have to be. But I, if I had to rank the play, how many teams are in the postseason? 14, right? Seven Correct. for each conference. If I had to rank the teams right now of faith, I might put Philadelphia 13, but I think I might put Tampa 14. 
No, you're, you're, you're and you're not wrong. Well, you know, it's not going to be the two teams, any of the two teams that didn't play this weekend with Baltimore and San Francisco. It's not going to be them. Absolutely, those are the bottom I mean, if the teams. Eagles are playing the Lions, you'd love the Lions. If they're playing the Rams, I think you'd like the Rams. If they're playing the Packers, I think you'd like the Packers. The only spot that they could wind up in that you'd say, you know what, I think Philly, and I don't know that you feel like this, but I think Philly can win this game is probably the matchup they have of Tampa Bay. Maybe, and I know it's on a different con- in a different conference, I might throw Houston into that because, again, I just have my reservations about the rookie quarterback playing in the playoffs. Fair, but... Yeah. So, so and the rookie you, head coach. And also, is Devonta Smith going to play in this game? Is AJ Brown going to play in this game? Like, there's a lot of question marks surrounding Philadelphia heading into this one. The other thing too that, and, and look, there's a lot of drama going on behind the scenes. But I think another thing that's hurt Philadelphia, and it's played itself out the longer and longer we got into the season, losing both coordinators from last year. Oh, without a doubt. And they very quietly made a change at defensive signal caller during the season. Matt Patricia. Yeah. The so there pencil. you have it. There you have it. That, that's Sit around up the straight. League. By the way, Rick chimed in. Because he's always listening. I, I feel there's a sense of jealousy. Well, why isn't he working if he's chiming in? Like, yeah. I always say, like, like if, dude, if you're off, like, then then work if you're chiming in. Well, you, you want to, and, and what he says is nasty, by the way. What's that? That may be the worst around the league of the entire season. It was a... <laughs> what, what, what is, what's going on with him? What was so bad about it? I think he probably didn't. Probably didn't like your college basketball thing. Beat it. I'm giving you oodles of information. Now, I did get a, a, an email from JimFan523. Mm-hmm. Rick is often around the league, becomes around college basketball, Rangers hockey, and anything but the NFL. Dan is murdering the segment. Where is Rick? Yeah, I'm sure he was a popular kid with an email address, JimFan. <laughs> now you're going to sit here and take shots at Jim? Uh, well, he's taking shots at me. Well, so did Rick take shots at you. Why don't you take shots at him? Well, why did, well, how do you know that the Rick text was a shot at me? You were as much a part of the around the league as I was. Yeah, but it wouldn't be me. I how do you know? Like, how do you know my parts is what he was down on? It could have been your parts just as well. You it's know, like the vein of my existence. RJ, here's how I know. Because if he thought I stunk in around the league, I'm confident it would have said, "Dave, you stink in this segment around the league." Yeah, but see, I don't. Th- if that's what you're implying, I don't think Rick means it because I think Rick has a tremendous amount of respect. For what I do and how I do it, so I, don't I think, think that I it's think genuine. that as well. I think Rick, and I think he believes talented. that about you too, and enjoys hosting shows with you. I think in this instance, Rick thinks that you stunk on around the league. I thought it was a tremendous. It's one of those around the leagues that I can have a couple of moments on Saturday and Sunday and think back fondly as to what the around will, the league will you? Was. Here's what I'd like. Yeah, mm-hmm. here's what I want. Okay, we'll see if you're mad enough to do it. Okay. I want at some point this weekend for mm-hmm. you to start a group text. Okay, of of me. Mm-hmm. RJ, mm-hmm. Raymond, at a minimum. If you want to include John Winthrop, our program director, in there as well, fine. Well, no, I'm, no, no, no. I'm including Rick, too, because he's the one that started okay. this whole thing. Uh, yeah. whatever, Just whatever to bother him. At, le- at least the three of us, and then what you choose to add is up to you. Uh-huh. It says, you know what, guys? Had a moment to really reflect that around the league yesterday, Friday, whatever, Friday. Sensational. Thanks for call letting it, me be a part of call it. Call it an epiphany. You could call it a moment of clarity, whatever the hell you want to do it. I will indeed generate that group text, and we will look back with fond nostalgia for this moment. Okay. Now, I think what we now, Also, let's, let's launch the frenzy, and then I want to tell you something. It's time for a frenzy. <laughs> a football frenzy. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. All right, time for the football frenzy brought to you by Samwell Institute for Pain Management. I received numerous emails saying Rick has been ruining the frenzy and it has gone to a slog at this point. So if we go rapid fire, we gain all those people that are turned off by him back onto our side. So essentially what's happening is, is that I ruin around the league. Rick ruins the frenzy. It's funny how you're the only one getting these emails. Like, how do we know they're even genuine? I, I think you know they're genuine. And I think you know that I, I've read things that have been very nasty towards me. I read one yesterday. That guy said, I hate you. Yeah, but they're very, is very there, genuine. Is there substance behind annoying. that when you say, I hate I you? Hate you. <laughs> Because I'll tell you later, it's about the. I have an event next weekend, which I've gone to great lengths to make sure that I can attend. And surrounding that, it, it drummed up a lot of anger and animosity. What's from the, the event? I, I, it's the frenzy. We got to do the frenzy. But I no, will tell you. I was going to curse on the air just now with your response. But what's the event? No, it's the frenzy. 
I can't. I can't I'm not getting into fine, any of it. Fine, fine, because we're wasting time on the frenzy. I'll tell so let's you get the damn frenzy. Let's do the frenzy. Football frenzy. Let's talk football. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm going to kick you in the head in a second. Let's go. You're this, in the can, can, this has to be Colby, right? Can't be Kolb. Let's go to Colby in Asbury Park. Good morning, Colby. With the availability of all these really good coaches, was it was it irresponsible of the Jets to keep the same coaching regime? Yes. Yes. Re, uh, retweet. Not even up for debate. Not only not only is it irresponsible, I think it, you could even use verbiage that goes beyond that. I think it's, I think it's semi-moronic, to be honest with you. That you would not that you would lock into this guy and be so ardent in your decision that you wouldn't be willing to make a change. You also better be right that you think that the quarterback being healthy is going to solve all your problems, which I don't think necessarily that's the case. There's other work to be done too. Uh, Jeff Howard Beach, Jeff Frenzy, go. Because I can to Jet Nation, but especially Ira from Sneaky Island. Hey, Ira, what time do the Jets play this weekend? Fins up, baby. All right. Well, that wasn't frenzy related at all. It was a man. Uh, it was a man who just went rogue. Is what just happened. What is it going to be by around what eleven thirty-five? Time to punish Jeff and Howard Beach. Will be over? Yeah. I, you know, here's the thing. RJ, uh, he gets suspended for at least the next two frenzy calls. Fran Not the first Massapico. time he's gone rogue either. Fran Massapequa. Fran frenzy go. The Bears, my favorite team, have the first and the ninth pick in the draft. What do you think they should do? Thank you. Have a nice day. Uh, Take the quarterback with the first pick, and then for the ninth pick, you could even trade it down to get some more draft capital. The Bears. Yeah, I agree. You have to take the quarterback. You have to. West East Hanover. West Frenzy Goo. <clears throat> Who is the first big coach hired, and which team hires him? Great question. I mean, Harbaugh is still employed by Michigan, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um... Remember, they want to sign him to a freaking lifetime contract. Yeah, not gonna, he's not going to stay there. He's already no, done he's what gone. he wanted to do. He's um, <coughs> the first big domino to drop. I say, well, if you want to count big, I'll say Vrabel. To where? I actually don't think it's going to be New England. No, it sounds like it's going to be D'Amico. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Gerard Mayer. Gerard Mayer. Yeah. Um, would this be wild? Vrabel to Washington. It's not wild. How about this? And I know it would contradict with him being the first coach to come off the board. I love my commies. But what if it's Vrabel to a team that has yet to fire their coach, maybe playing this weekend? It's fair. I don't think I don't think we get a hiring for, for a while, though. I think we're in this it's period. It's going to be like of, the baseball offseason. It's going to yes. be a slog. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Corey in uh, Greenwich. Corey, frenzy. What lower seed in the AFC and NFC could make a noise in the playoffs? Thank you, guys. Noise in the playoffs. I think the Rams have the potential to make noise in the playoffs. I think the, the Browns have potential to make noise in the playoffs. How great would it be to see the Browns and the Ravens next weekend? Well, how low are we talking, right? Because, I mean, the Browns are a five seed. Well, I'll tell you this. No, Green Bay and Pittsburgh, they're the respective seven seeds in each conference. They ain't going to do anything because since the NFL's gone to this format, David, the seven seed is 0-6. And they've lost That stops this handily. weekend. Really? Yeah. I well, I know. But, yeah, but you don't, you don't mean that, though. No, you mean I think that the Packers, from an evil place. Uh, no, that stops this weekend. Packers yeah. going to Dallas. Beat wow. the Cowboys and Ray, everything kick up, is right Kick up your feet, Ray. You're in good shape. Sal and Duchess. Sal, frenzy. Have at it. As as long as the Chiefs hang on to the catch the ball, I think they have the easiest path to the Super Bowl. What do you guys think? I think it's no. ridiculous. No. I mean, how many you, how many mental mistakes for Kadarius Tony this week, Dave? One or two? He might not even play, so who knows about that? But whatever, <laughs> when, whenever they appear, it gives me great joy, which is probably a mean thing to say. Easy road. If they win this, they'll probably have to go to Buffalo and then to Baltimore. No. How do you think how do you think Patrick Mahomes is gonna fare in his first ever road playoff game next week? Well, he's gotta get there first, right? He'll get there. No, I'm sure he will. Let's go to June in Patterson. Junior on the frenzy. If the Falcons get Bill Belichick and Justin Fields, do they make a deep push to the playoffs next year? Well, they certainly get in. Division uh, stinks, but I, I just NFC's like I not said, great. But, but, but again, if you're Belichick, 
why would you go to Atlanta if you don't have a quarterback? And you can't tell me that Justin Fields is the answer. Well, so then you're telling me the only attractive place for him to go is, is the Chargers. Yeah. All right. Or at least some place to where he's going to be able to draft a guy that he sees capable of maybe being that guy. And I don't think it's going to happen in Atlanta. You think McDaniels goes with him? Do you know McDaniels was at that game on Sunday? Like Josh McDaniels was like spotted. As a, as, a, as a supporter. Of, of sneaking into that Gillette Stadium because I guess everybody kind of knew and read the writing on the wall that it would be his last game. Was he to in disguise? Like pay respect. Uh, well, it was snowing, so he might have had some sort of a hood or. <laughs> but a he had the Bobby on, yeah. Valentine. He going? had the Bobby Valentine uh, yes. glasses and mustache on. He went as Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Well, let's go to Chris and Beth Page. Chris, go. Three to five years from now, who will be happier, Jets fans or Giants fans? Uh, jo- well. I think the Jets are going to have a better year next season. But I think in five years, three to five years, Giants fans will be happier. Uh, I'm just basing it off of 55 years of history. That's all. Uh, Dakota, Whippany, go. If the rumors about Mike Tomlin stepping away from Pittsburgh turn out to be true, could we see a Mike Vrabel return to Pittsburgh? I mean, it would be great. I mean, if if you go from – you imagine that? Going from Noel – to Cower, to Tomlin, to Vrabel. Mike Vrabel epitomizes like that Pittsburgh football. Too. Oh, he like, would be great there. Western PA. It's just, you know, blue collar type of city. Be great there. Casey Greenbrook. Go, Case. Hey. Uh, uh, get rid of him. Doesn't, that does not fly on the frenzy. Mike in Miami. Close it out strong, Mike. If Miami loses or gets blown out this week at KC, is this one of the bigger fall from races we've seen in the last couple years? No, not even close. They've gotten decimated by injury. They lost their top two pass rushers on defense. It's not even the biggest fall from grace this season. No, the Jaguars have that. And they have that locked down. What a a collapse of the Jaguars. Let me ask you a question real quick. It would be disappointing. It'll be disappointing, but do you? What do you think McDaniel's is going to wear tomorrow night? Is he going to wear those capri pants with the the legs rolled up? He's going to wear that T-shirt that says "I wish it was colder." Hey, you, he, yeah. he, he'll freeze. You will see just the, the corpse of of McDaniel on the on the sideline. You you have to bundle. I would love to see that because some love of these like, like perish. Some well, some of these teams and, and coaches and what from like the warm climates when they go to these like polar conditions, they literally look like no pun intended a fish out of water. And and, and I would love is he going to wear like those giant like ski goggles? Almost? He's going he's going to wear something to the point where he's so warm you're going to be like boy he looks cozy. He's going to be all bundled up. He has take to these be. take these extra gloves. My hands yeah, are starting I'm, to I'm, I'm, I'm schwitzing here. <laughs> Get these off of me. All right, Raymond, blow this one dead. Yeah. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. 
I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Gerard Mayo will become the NFL's youngest head coach, taking over that title from Sean McVay. He will be the Patriots' new head coach. Didn't we, t- didn't, did we not just say that in the last segment? We sure did. So it's not going to be Vrabel, obviously. It's not, it's not going to be Vrabel. It will be Gerard Mayo. That was their su- succession plan the entire time, and that's now done. Now, does that – see, they keep it in the family. Right. You know, he is, quote-unquote, on the Belichick tree, played for Belichick. He was hired by Belichick, groomed, if you will, by Belichick. Does that always prove to be the best plan? Oh, no, it doesn't always prove to be the best plan, but they identified something in him a couple of years back and kind of made him the heir apparent. This was fully the understanding. Then I think things got a little murky recently when there were some leaks out of there about maybe there's some that don't love him. But, yeah, I, I, I'm not surprised. I don't think you'd be surprised at all by this. And, and now what it does is if you're another team around, you say, no, Mike Vrabel's very much in play. Well, the, the point is, it's like, do you want to just like, when do you exercise that clean break? If you're the Patriots, like, okay, it's been Belichick for almost 25 years. Like, you still want to continue on with those same type of themes? Well, like, he, I don't know. I don't know how much he's branded in the Belichick mold. That's my point. But if you if you like him, like, you're going to punish him and yourself because he happens to be a disciple of Bill Belichick? Just win games. That's I mean, if he turns to. out to be great. I mean, you know, if he's great and they draft the quarterback and he develops him and things move along well, it'll be genius. And well, if guess the, what? What? Patriots, Gerard Mayo's going to have to be really, really bad to be any worse than the Patriots were last year. There's only well, one direction to go, and that's up. Well, you, you, you have to imagine they're going to have a new young quarterback, right? Absolutely. Okay, so now you're going to institute, there's going to be some growing pain. So there's not going to be this tremendous pressure on Gerard Mayo to succeed right away, which I think is kind of a blessing for him, right? Like, you can go out there and win five games. As long as people are excited by the quarterback, then you're heading in the right direction. It's going to be odd, isn't it? Like, I mean, not just Gerard Mayo, but just like anybody who was going to be the new coach of the Patriots, like not to see Belichick on those sidelines for the first time in, you know, a quarter century. It's going to be weird next year, man. Oh, it's going to be totally bizarre. And think of what they've they've gone Parcells, Carroll, Belichick, yeah. right? They've had three unbelievable coaches in All a row over coaches. the last 30 years. Not as long as the Steelers with their three coaches, but still three Hall of Fame coaches in three decades. It's crazy. I, I think you could argue you'll never see anything like the Steelers again. In terms of like 60 years and only having three I mean, coaches? Noel took over in what, was it 69? Yeah. So you're talking about 60 years and three coaches. And if they choose to, you could get 75 years out of three coaches. Yeah, because Tomlin is still a relative. As a young man. At least in the coaching ranks, 100%. And, and, and there's something to be said about that. There really and truly is. And, and who's next in line as far as, like, the longest tenure? It's Tomlin. It's John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh is going on 16 years already with the I Ravens. Think, I think, think Andy Reid then gets involved, right? Has and then Andy with... Reid. Yeah. So those are the three. You know, there's this prevailing thought that, you know, Bill Walsh, you know, had a, had a saying to where he never felt that or he felt that a coach should never stay in one place any more than 10 years. And look, Bill Belichick, I mean, Bill Parcells essentially practiced that during his tenure. Right. He wasn't even the Giants coach for 10 years. No, he was what? He was 82 to, to, to right after the Super Bowl in 90, yeah. And then he was only with the Patriots for three years. He was with the um, – he was. But I, I don't, I don't feel – I feel like he just – he lost his will with those teams. And he, like, he did it because he couldn't handle staying in any one place for that long. Well, remember, he had the fallout with Kraft in New England because he left after going to the Super Bowl. So he had a, a win ready to win team, but he and Kraft didn't get along. Because and then the wasn't he right on the verge of going to, winding up with Tampa Bay? Or am I well, making that, that up? Well, that was before New England. The right. The Culverhouse thing. And, right, and, and they tried to wine and dine him down there. Correct. And then, you know, the Jets for three years, obviously, and then he thought that was it, he was done, and then he takes a couple of years off and said, hey, I want to coach the Cowboys, and he goes to Dallas for four years, and Tony Romo can't get the snap down, and that was the end of his coaching career. That was so good, too. Oh, one of my favorite you like memories. That. You're a big fan of that. That team, by the way, if, if, if they executed that freaking kick, that team might have gone to the Super Bowl in 2000. They might have. They might have. But listen, Tony Romo in the big spot was not what you were looking for. 
Can I hear about this function, by the way, next weekend? Can we take a call and do it in the next segment? Or you need to hear about it right now? Yeah, I mean, you, you teased it enough. You, you, you well, I mean, I didn't realize Gerard Mayo was going to get named as the Patriots uh, coach. All right, we talked Patriots about it. Coach. That's it. Great. This isn't Boston. That, that, wonderful. Wish him luck. Except no, against you, the Jets. You, you know what? I want to get to Ernie, and then when we return after the commercial oh, break, I'll give you me. all you're looking for. It's a, it's a good – I think you'll appreciate it. I think you'll respect it. I think you might be on my side. All right, then, if, if with all this buildup, I want a big explanation, so let's get Ernie because we need more time for this story. Go all right, ahead. Ernie in the Bronx. Hi, Ernie. What's up, fellas? Um, everybody's talking about the possibility of, you know, Bill Belichick possibly going to the Jets or a team that has a coach. And they were talking about a team that could possibly be in the playoffs that could lose a coach. Right. If McDermott loses to the Chiefs in the second round, why wouldn't Bill Belichick be a good candidate for the Bills head coaching job? Because they wouldn't fire McDermott if he wins a playoff game and loses in the second round. How about, how about, if, he, how about if he loses on, uh, on Sunday? I think you'd have to take the conditions into consideration. Like, if, it's, if, it's a, if there are conditions like the Jets and Patriots played in last week, I mean, is that really a fair fight to evaluate a team, a coach, or a player, or anything? Prob- probably not. But, and, and thanks to the caller, Ernie. But if, if, man, oh, man. I mean, if I can give you Bill Belichick with that quarterback and Josh McDaniels as that offensive coordinator... Think of what they could do. Bill might want to do it because it's in the division, you know. Um, I don't think there's, a, there's, a, there's not a hatred or animosity towards Buffalo for him. Well, is there a hatred or animosity towards the Patriots? Does he want to stick it to Kraft, maybe? I wonder about that. Could you imagine if you're a Jets fan? I mean, you're, a Jets, you're like, oh, whew. All right, we moved on from this guy, and he winds up in Buffalo next season <laughs> with, with Josh Allen. <laughs> I, what, what would you even do? Just get You just give up at that point, right? Well, like I said, I, I, wherever he goes, I, he's going to go someplace where he already has a developed quarterback. He's not going someplace with a rookie because at his age, he's not going to want to go through the process right. of dealing with the hurdles and the speed bumps. Of well, and how many, I youngster. mean, be, being factual, like how many years is he going to coach for? He's 72 years old. I say three the most. The three, most. All right, so, so three. So you can't go develop a quarterback. Exactly. Right. So that's why, like, all this Atlanta garbage, like, stop. So then is it the only space? The only space, the Chargers for him? Well, how about, is it crazy to say, I mean, who's to say that he's getting right back on the sidelines? He could do TV for a year. He'd be fantastic at that. He'd be fantastic, but, bo- but then he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna return at 73? Well, he could recharge the batteries for not playing, uh, not coaching for yeah, a year. Yeah, if they, if they, in fact, need to be recharged, right? Perhaps. I'll tell you this, though. Back to the conditions for that game. I mean, you watched some of Jets-Patriots, even though it meant nothing. You watched some of the game, right? I watched the whole game. Okay, you watched the whole game. That was, it, it, for a, even though it was a meaningless game, it was tough to watch. Like, from a TV standpoint, like, it, you couldn't see right. the, the yard markers. So my point is, yes, it's great to watch those weather games, but that game meant nothing. Now this is a playoff game. I, I hope to a certain degree it's a little bit more pleasurable for the viewer. Like, Fox didn't do a great job on Sunday putting the superimposed graphics on the screen, like with the yards and the numbers and this. And they, whoever, what game is that? Uh, is that, who's doing that game? Uh, the, the Bills. Is that NBC, uh, CBS? I have no Sunday? Because NBC has it's the, the, it's Saturday the early, It's the early game Sunday. So it's CBS. Yes. C- CBS, you know, I, I trust and hope that CBS will do a better job with that stuff, with the graphics. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. You ready for the story? I've been waiting. All right. So as a youth, Mm -hmm. young young child, second grade, third grade, became good friends with with Matt. Great guy named Matt. Friend Matt, you know. Okay. Elementary school, high school, through college, you know, in my wedding party, in his wedding. Like, oh, so this party. is like lifelong Lifelong dear, dear okay. friend. I turned 50 in March. Matt turned 50 in November. Okay. And Matt has decided that his 50th birthday party is going to be next Saturday. His okay. birthday was November. Listen, I, 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 I don't know. I don't have the answer. That's what he's decided. His birthday's so, November, but he wants to celebrate it in January is what right. you're saying. Right. Okay. Okay. That's so like, his decision. So he's, so he's a five-year-old, essentially. 
I don't see how you would take that route, but don't no. Please, he, can you you're not standing in the way of the story. You're you're no, already I, I have the to. story. I don't care that he's your friend. The fact of the matter is, is if five year olds do this when they have a non summer birthday and they want to have a summer birthday so they could have all their little friends over with around the pool. And I have think a pool this might have been the. I mean, he, with the holidays, he didn't want to have a, a celebration, so they rented out a private room of a restaurant mm-hmm. next Saturday, and okay. I believe the call time is seven or seven thirty. Now you know next Saturday, Dan. What is it? Is, a theater production call time. Who uses well, that terminology? I do. Okay. You know what? I'm going to stop the story in a second because you're annoying me with the story. It's a good story, and I'm trying to get there. And all you do is why? Why would he have a birthday in November and be? Yeah. Can I just tell you the story for God's sakes, please? So it's scheduled for seven or seven thirty. I forget, but it's irrelevant for the story. Next Saturday is the divisional round of the playoffs. So now I have a huge conundrum on my hands, but I want to be there. I want to be a good friend, but I, I'm, I'm worried and quite how, frankly a little stressed out about missing the football. Dude, so how are you even wasting a millisecond of your time having regret over this? You know what you say, Matt? Your birthday was in November. On your birthday, I called, texted, wished. I maybe even gifted you a present celebrating the day you were born, which is not in January. I will enjoy my football. Hope the party goes well. Talk to you tomorrow. So that's not where we are, though. So uh, Because I want to be there, and it'll be a fun night. So I said, I'd like to go, but I need certain provisions to be met. So I, I don't think this is outlandish. Apparently, many people out there in the real world do seem that this is outlandish. RJ, quick show of hands. Outlandish, this request? RJ is gone, missing. Yeah, I was just saying to Ray that uh, I, I'm... Did you reveal that yesterday? Because it does change my, my thinking of the situation just yeah, a this is This is kind of new information Why, why two months later? I, I think that I mean it was Thanksgiving. I could do it that weekend. Then but, it, but so what? Uh, what so do you want me to ridiculous. tell you? What do you want me? Okay, that's it's irrelevant. You guys are no. It's not on, irrelevant. No, I, it's I, irrelevant. I think your friend needs to check himself. Have a birthday or have a party when your birthday is not two months later. Right, what the hell you're, is this? You're, bar- you're burying the lead. All right, the lead is what have I uh, what I've asked of of the so party the and of the people. Get to him, R- RJ. Do you think what I've asked is completely out of line? Yes. Okay, Raymond, out of line. New information leads me to, to think it's not as much out of line as I thought yesterday. Okay. So. All right. So um, I suggested or firmly nudged him in the direction of I'd like everybody at the event to sign a waiver mm-hmm. that if they tell me – because I'm going to devo, devo, DVR the, uh, the game or games or whatever I happen to miss, go home, and without having knowledge, I want to watch them. I'd like everyone to sign a waiver that says – they promise to not give me a random stray score, and if they do, they get penalized with some kind of a monetary fine. There's so much wrong with this. With what? There's so much wrong. With me? No, the whole situation, there's so much wrong. But what what about what what am I doing that's wrong? First of all, Okay. Number one, if you are that devout about the football, which you should be. Yeah, and I am. Which you should be. You should stay home and watch the football. That's number one. Considering that this is not his birthday. So So I should just not go. Listen to me. I would not think any... If this... If I was Matt, and I had the goal to have a birthday party two months after my actual birthday, like I was five, I would not think any less of you that you skip my party to watch the NFL playoffs, divisional playoff weekend, which is the best weekend on the NFL calendar. That's I'm looking up his exact birth date as we speak. I'm, I'm thinking there's a chance maybe it's December, but continue along. Where are you looking this up? It, it, what is it, public knowledge on the Internet? Well, I'm looking on Facebook, but it, it appears he's oh. not on Facebook. It's not in your phone like you save like when your friend's birthdays are? And if he was that good of a friend, don't you have at least like a general knowledge when well, his I, birthday I, is? Yeah, but I have, I have another friend, Matt, and his birthday's end of November, so I'm thinking maybe this birthday is... Uh, is possibly end of December, but I don't, I don't have that. He's not on Facebook, and I'm not exactly sure when. The All right, number is. two, like you're t- you're a Giant fan. I've come right. to realize your team is not playing on Saturday, right? So it would really stick in your craw 
to find out the yes. score of what's but it doesn't matter like it matters, you're going but it home matter, it and watching the game it, but it matters to me i don't I'm telling I, you that you it's not like you don't have to like yes i encourage you to dvr the whole thing but then go home and but still know the score no I, but i don't want see, for me it ruins everything for me to find out a score before i sit and watch the game ruins everything yeah, but this is also what year are we in now? Twenty twenty four. Right. You have a mobile device, right? Right. I no, but I don't want. Like I don't want to. I don't want. I don't watch games like that. I don't want to watch a game on a phone at a table. No, I, that's not the way wait, I wait, intend to out. do it. RJ, I don't care what RJ says. RJ, yes. I had such a great time at your wedding, and I was also not the guy that went into the damn kitchen. To watch a giant preseason game on a television, I was so invited by that, the head. You chef. can't watch a playoff game on a phone at a birthday party. That's two months after the guy's actual freaking birthday. I think what you're doing is is egregious. No, egregious, my fanny. I think what you're doing is disgusting. It's egregious and it's it's somewhat salacious. No, you got to check yourself. That's what no. you got to do. Why is you it salacious? I don't know. I just wanted yeah, to throw that in. Why is it salacious? Because what it I is. said that got dumped is probably salacious, but not that this. was salacious. Yeah. That was beyond salacious. <laughs> Can't believe you said that. There probably going to get a talking to about that's that not one. The, that's not the point. These guys. The, the, oh, how could you ask people to sign a waiver? Because I don't trust people, and I think that somebody will think it's funny. Be like, oh, by the way, Dave, you know, seventeen three at the half. And then I'll lose my mind. Did you get him a gift Give for his birthday like when kick? it happened in December? No. Because I knew br- he had the party. Br- but I knew he had the party coming up. So you're supposed to bring a gift to this? What, can uh, I ask you a question? Yeah. Where, where is the establishment? Is this like Buffalo Wild Wings or something? Or no, like it's like hall? a fa- no. It's, it, the guy's in like he's a venture capitalist. It's some fancy. Some. It's a classy place. Yeah, it's a fancy upstairs. Very so. Fancy. They're, so they're they're above and beyond having televisions or any communications to they, the outside. Well, world. but here here's the thing: if they have televisions, I've already asked them to make sure that they're off. And if they are on, then I will be in front of the TV at the Listen party. So that's not what they want either. L- Listen to me. If it was your team, I would be a hundred percent in support of you with this stupid. Well, then I then, then I wouldn't the be going. Then I wouldn't be going. Right. Then you wouldn't go. But like, okay, even you know what? Even if it was, let's say, like the Jets, like a local team that you have to talk about because of your job, then I could say, all right. But really, I mean, who cares? I DVR care. the game. Find that. Like I would. No, I'm like, a, I'm willing to DVR the game. Yeah, I'm not willing to find out the score before I go home and and watch the game. I used to do that when I was a teenager, but eventually I grew out of it, and I would do it for just like the the mundane Mets game on a on a, on a freaking Wednesday in June. That but means I, everybody's nothing. everybody's satiated if they just sign the waiver and we move on. That's I'm satiated. They're satiated. Nobody has to worry about random scores being thrown out there, getting hit in the head with a random score, and everybody wins. Are you Why can't they just sign the waiver? Are you going to walk around with a pen or multiple pens? No, like, I asked. I asked him if he would like. They're going to have like a, a pre-printed menu for everyone. I asked him if he would put the waiver like on top of the menu, and then you sign it, and then you you see what you'd like. And to you're going to have people there pulling out their reading glasses because it's it's an older crowd. Everybody's fifty now, so they have to sit there and go through the menu and have to read the fine print and then sign it. And I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of questions and there's going to be some insinuations that you're a mental patient. So this is all the things that you're going to have to contend with. Kevin Gerard tweets in, you're insane for making this request. You am are. I insane or am I so brilliant that I'm ahead of my time? No, it's That's not. The question. not the, There's a thin line. It's not the reverse psychology. And if I was, what's his name, Matt, your friend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say, and, and, and it's not that it would ruin the friendship forever. But if I was Matt, I would say, Dave, I love you, but just stay the hell home. Stay the hell home. Listen, if he says that, then there's an out. How about this? Well, no, no, no. You have it. No, 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 no. You have an out. It's called free will. You have the out. You don't yeah, have. But to I don't want to. I don't want to hurt the friend. I've friend. heard enough friendships doing this over the years. I don't want to hurt this friendship. Is this a wife and kids party as well? It's a. It's a wife. It's not a kids. No kids will okay. be involved. Okay. Would Sherry go just to no. have the family's presence there no. and you stay home? No, she'd probably divorce me. Actually, well, and I would hope you wouldn't put her through that either. I, well, if she if she wanted to, if she said, "Yeah, I'd like to go." Even if you don't go, then that's fine. But it's my friend, and she likes him a lot. But it would be it would be a little weird if she went for my friend's fiftieth and I wasn't there because I was home watching football. That would be. And odd. what what do RJ and Ray think about this? They're on my side. They couldn't be more on my side. We think you're very strange. So obviously that's a no, or it's the opposite of what you want them to think. 
they side with me more. The, the, the waiver thing is just <laughs> might be a bridge it's, too it's far. Ins- it's the, insane. <laughs> It, it, it's 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 insane. That's the I'm, only I'm word not, I can. I'm not, I can I'm not here to disagree up. disagree with his premise where he's coming from. It's just like signing a waiver is. But the, but but, the, but then like that said, way everyone we got a break. But that way everyone takes it seriously and they don't think it's a joke. But <laughs> there's so much wrong with this story on both sides. You, your friend, having a party like a year later than his actual birthday. I, it just, I, it I, I do make have sense. a. I, I have to uh, change the story. And I think you, I think when you find and, out and, and by this the way, information, Dave, you'll have no issue with when the Dave, party is. His birthday, December thirty. Can a you shut up party. for a second? December thirtieth birthday. All right, then if you can't kill him. Post, no, I, it's not. I, I'm not going to crucify. But here's what I'll say: If you already postpone the party two weeks after the actual birthday. What's another few weeks if you want to even kick it to February and have it the weekend between Super Bowl and championship when there's no playoff football? That's a fair point, but this is when it is, and this is the dilemma in the life. That's a bad job by him. He should have looked at the schedule. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.